Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com to explore the possibilities. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens, and they kept repeating to me over and over again, Simultv.com, Simultv.com. What's Simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a Simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. SIMULTV.com. Roswell in the 21st century is a detailed re-examination of the Roswell UFO crash case. I have studied the evidence for more than 30 years, and I now put that evidence under a microscope in a cold case examination of the facts. These facts might not please everyone. They are based on my comprehensive investigation that took years to complete, but they do lead to the conclusion that whatever fell was not built on Earth. The best of Project Blue Book is based on the 22-year-long investigation conducted by the Air Force. But the book goes far beyond that, bringing in evidence that was uncovered long after Project Blue Book was ordered terminated. Using facts that were unavailable to the Air Force investigators, I was able to prove that the Air Force manipulated the data and drew unrealistic conclusions about the UFO sightings reported to them. My different perspective shows there was more to Project Blue Book than even the Air Force knew. Both books are available at Amazon.com. Join Patty Conklin and Healing Within Radio each week. More than entertainment, Healing Within offers educational, useful tools for everyday life. Listen for help overcoming fear, anxiety, and depression. Patty knows about eliminating cancer, MS, dementia, Parkinson's, and a host of illnesses that we face every day. Life can be good. Life is good. All you need are simple tools to start changing your life. 
Start right now by visiting pattyconklin.com, P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N. No matter where you are in the world, you can work with Patty through Skype, phone, or in person, visiting one of her retreats in Georgia. Visit pattyconklin.com today or call our offices at 404-474-0086. That's pattyconklin.com or call 404 404- Four seven four zero zero eight six. Welcome everyone to Too Good to Be True. Thank you for taking the time to listen. The subject for today's show is the Skinwalker Ranch. Before we start getting into details, let's just briefly talk about psychic insight and how we apply it. We choose a subject and research it, and based on that research, we determine what we think needs to be explained by creating a series of questions. Then Justina provides Psychic Insight to answer those questions. The Psychic Insight is narrated towards the end of the show. Accepting the Psychic Insight is a question of individual belief. Now let's go through the disclaimers. Here are the disclaimers. Neither of us claim to have any expertise in any subjects that we discuss. Relate information we find through research and the Psychic Insight. We are always delighted to hear from the listeners. This should only last an hour. We don't have the time to present exhaustive research on any topic. This means that there will be information that we miss. We want to provide a basis for the psychic insight. We don't care if a theory turns out too good to be true, as the show name suggests. We're only interested in finding out more of the truth about topics. Spirit can only relate insight that is appropriate for our time in history. Free will cannot be affected. Only comments that are appropriate for our time can be given through the psychic insight. Much of the subject matter in shows may already have been covered many times in other media. We want to look into subjects in a new, different way and be thought-provoking. We are not so good with pronouncing names. We apologize. And neither of us have any particular knowledge of UFOs, crop circles, cattle mutilations, or other paranormal occurrences. If we have misstated anything, we apologize. The subject is a long-standing listener suggestion, so here's a shout-out to the listener. I will echo that shout-out. How did the Skinwalker Ranch get its name? All I could find out was that it was named that way, but not how it got its name. Presumably somebody thought there was at least one Skinwalker in the area. We will talk about Navajo folklore and Skinwalkers in a moment, but the Skinwalker Ranch is front and center for a major cable channel. Yes, the Skinwalker Ranch is very much in the news. History, formerly known as the History Channel, has been advertising its series, The Secret of the Skinwalker Ranch, with episodes airing from March of 2020. Here is the the description from the History website. Quote, For the first time ever, history is gaining full, unprecedented access to one of the most infamous and secretive hotspots of paranormal and UFO-related activities on Earth, Skinwalker Ranch. Anchored by never-before-seen footage of the ranch and what it contains, the series will feature a team of scientists and experts who will conduct a daring and thorough search of this infamous 512-acre property located in Utah's Uinta Basin in an attempt to find out the who, what, and why behind more than 200 years of UFO sightings, bizarre animal mutilations, and paranormal-related mysteries. Utilizing the, cutting, utilizing the latest in cutting-edge technology from lasers and ground-penetrating radar to drone thermography and more, 
the team will apply hard science and make shocking discoveries while going further and risking more than anyone has done in, on the ranch before. Beginning in the 1950s, Skinwalker Ranch and the area around it had been referred to as UFO Alley, where numerous anomalous events and strange activities had, had have received worldwide media attention. Since then, the area has been the site of decades of study, some clandestinely funded by the government. In 1996, the property was purchased by billionaire businessman and UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow, who used it to conduct his own experiments into the study of the ranch and its otherworldly connections. His findings were never shared with the public. Three years ago, the property was sold to a new owner, who is now leading this team in a new investigation and for the first time in history, allowing television cameras to do document their shocking discoveries, unquote. The Skinwalker Ranch has been the subject of movies and television series since 2013. Besides hosting the recording of television shows, what is the current owner doing with the ranch? He seems to be making a major commercial venture of it, as Wikipedia explains. Quote, in 2016, Bigelow sold Skidmore Ranch for $4.5 million to Adam Antium Holdings, a shell corporation of unknown origin. After this purchase, all roads leading to the ranch have been blocked. The permits, the permitted Sorry, pyramid. The perimeter is secured and guarded by the cameras of barbed wire and surrounded by signs that aim to prevent people from approaching the ranch. In 2017, the name Skinwalker Ranch was filed for trademark through Justia Trademarks. The trademark was issued in 2018. In March 2020, Brandon Fugel, 46, a Utah real estate tycoon, publicly came out as the owner of the ranch, unquote. Why has the ranch been the suspect or subject of television shows and movies only since 2013 and not before that? The All That Is Interesting website in a February 2018 article explains that the news broke about the ranch only as recently as 1996. Quote, almost nobody knew about the site until the De Deseret News published an article called Frequent Flyers on June the 30th, 1996. It chronicled how desperate property owners... Terry and Gwen Sherman were to stop the purported UFO activity plaguing their new home, unquote. The Shermans had owned the ranch since 1984, according to Wikipedia. Strange occurrences were first reported in 1911, becoming more common by 1979. As stated previously, the History website claimed that UFOs had been seen in the area for more than 200 years. Before discussing UFO sightings, bizarre animal mutilations, and paranormal-related mysteries, what is a skinwalker, the creature that gives the ranch its name? Skinwalkers are believed by some to be able to be, to be able to shapeshift to take on the appearance of different creatures. The Legends of America website provides a description. Quote, In Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. This witch is called, called Yinald Lushi by the Navajo, which tra translates to, with it he goes on all fours. It is just one of the several types of Navajo witches and is considered the most volatile and dangerous. For the Navajo people, witchcraft is just another part of their spirituality and one of the ways of their lives. 
as such, witchcraft has long been part of their culture, history and traditions. Witches exist alongside humans and are not supernaturals. The Navajo believe that there are places where the powers of both good and evil are present and that those powers can be harnessed for either. Medicine men utilize these powers to heal and aid members of their communities, while those who practice Navajo witchcraft seek to direct their spiritual forces to cause harm or misfortune to others. This type of Navajo witchcraft is known as the witchery way, which uses human corpses in various ways, such as tools from the bones and concoctions that are used to curse, harm or kill intended victims." Unquote. Have there been any reports of unidentified creatures on or near the ranch? The All That Is Interesting website explains a strange sighting at the ranch when Robert Bigelow was the owner. Bigelow had founded the National Institute for Discovery Science in 1995. The sighting occurred when a research team was visiting the ranch. Quote, Biochemist Colm Kelleher said that on the night of March 12, 1997, he saw a big humanoid figure perched on a tree. It was observing the research team. The large creature that lay motionless, almost casually in the tree, Kelleher said. The only indication of the beast's present was the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking, lights, uh, unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the light. Kelleher, Kelleher said he fired at the figure before it vanished, but not, not before he noticed how it looked. The shape had sharp claws that resembled a predatory bird. He said it looked heavy. The description and later reported sightings seemed eerily reminiscent of Navajo legend, unquote. Were there other sightings? Yes, there were. Earlier when the Shermans were still the owners, the same article explained some unusual events. Quote, when the Shermans farmed the land, they were terrorized by the strange beasts who would stalk their ranch. Scientist Dr. Jim Segala explained, there's a story where a giant wolf came in off the plains and a group of calves were in a pen. The, the wolf put his head through and started pulling one of the calves out of the fence. Mr. Sh Mr. Sherman went inside and got a weapon and started shooting the wolf. It didn't do anything, so he went back in to get a bigger gun and then the wolf dropped the calf. The animal was strong enough to withstand eight shots. They chased it to the border of the property and when it got to a river, there were prints on one side, but it seemed to vaporize by the time it reached the other side, unquote. Is the ranch located on former Navajo territory? According to the history website, it isn't. What were the UFO sightings at the ranch that had plagued the, the previous property owners, Terry and Gwen Sherman? The all that interesting website explains, quote, for a long time, we wondered what we were seeing, if it was something to do with the, with the top secret project, said Terry Sherman. I don't know really what to think about it. The couple, their teenage son and 10-year-old daughter, all claimed that they had seen three specific types of UFOs numerous times during the course of 15 months. One was small and boxy, another was 40 feet long, and a third was an enormous craft the size of several football fields. One of them shone a red wave of light, another emerged out of a circular orange orb resembling an aerial doorway. To their credit, the Shermans videotaped two of the sightings. Meanwhile, they also observed crop circles. But I think we have to go into the break, Justina. Yes, we'll continue after this short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xcbn.net. Mm -hmm. 
Are you looking for psychic services that empower as well as provide accurate information? Jenny is a third-generation psychic with extensive esoteric training. A practicing professional intuitive for over 30 years, her accuracy is astounding. While most psychics can read what will happen to you if you don't change directions, Jenny understands the future is subjective. While there is a river of time we all traverse, that river has many waves, eddies, currents, and tributaries from which to choose. With Jenny as your guide, you can explore the many possible outcomes in the river of time and navigate your course to the one of your liking. Take control of your future. Book your life-changing session with Jenny today at www.gen-e.net. That's www.gen-e.net. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals, as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection, and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka, and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. Is formulated from zoolite, whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit VitalityHappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past lives that links some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. Using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at Amazon.com. Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, Dad, you were in the middle of quoting from the All That Is Interesting website. Can you please continue? Yes, I will. One instant saw three eight-foot circles in a triangular pattern, 30 feet from each other on flattened grass. A nearby pasture had circles three feet wide and a foot and two or two deep with perfectly flattened dirt in the centers. As time went on, incidents on the Skinwalker Ranch only got weirder and scarier. One night, a flying light followed Gwen Sherman on her drive home. On another, while Terry Sherman was out in the fields with the family dogs, he heard male voices speaking an unfamiliar language, and they seemed to be speaking about 25 feet above him. His dogs went crazy, unquote. Were UFOs sighted only at the ranch, or were they seen somewhere else? Again, the history website has the information. Quote, 
Other strange sightings have occurred directly next door at Bottle Hollow, a 420-acre man-made reservoir on Ute land abutting the ranch, which was filled with fresh water in 1970 by federal government mandate. In 1998, a police officer saw a large light plunge into the reservoir and then re-emerge, flying off into the night sky. One night in 2002, four young men standing in, uh, on the reservoir's shoreline saw a blue-white ball enter the artificial lake. According to the hunt for the skinwalker, the glowing ball dove into the water just a few feet from the shore, then emerged seconds later in a new form a shimmering, manoeuvrable, belt-shaped shaft of light. After performing a brief writhing aerial dance, the belt of light zipped away at, high, at a high rate of speed, hugging the ground before disappearing below the top of Skinwalker Ridge. The appearance of, supernatural, the appearance of the supernatural around Bottle Hollow makes sense with the context of Ute belief. According to the Jones, amongst the Ute Springs, and certain waterways were reservoirs of negative powder, power. There were evil spirits or evil sprites who would rise up out of the water and drag you in. The Ute were a tribe that lived adjacent to the Navajo. The Shermans reported seeing floating orbs on their property, but it isn't clear whether they were associated with crop circles. Were crop circles seen in locations other than on the ranch? In 2003, there was a report of a crop circle at Spanish Fork about 130 miles or 200 kilometers west of the Skinwalker Ranch. The Deseret News covered the story. Quote, Just one day after Gene Bradford watched a documentary on crop circles, he noticed a strange symbol made in a wheat field between Salem and Spanish Fork. The mysterious circle, which is surrounded by three smaller symbols of the same pattern, surfaced Sunday morning and has startled passers-by traveling U-189 in the south part of Spanish Fork just before Salem. You come down a hill and see it, Bradford said. It's one of those phenomena that everyone knows about. It's just one of those cultural things that people are fascinated by. Thanks to the 2012, sorry, 2002 blockbuster signs in the movie, crop circles were said to be mapping a system used by aliens prior to an invasion. Many have grown interested in the designs which have appeared in fields across the world for years. Bradford saw the Mel Gibson movie. Then he watched a documentary on the crop circle phenomena. Intrigued, Bradford took his brother and children for a closer look at the strange design. When he found What he found was either the work of professional pranksters or a paranormal occurrence, though Bradford doubts the latter. It looks like it is well done, Bradford said. It's not one of the most elaborate crop circles that you've seen. It's fairly simple, unquote. Was that the only incident? Have there been others? The same news article continues. Quote, Spanish-speaking employees at Spanish Fort Motors, however, expressed skepticism that humans could have created the perfect circles. One even mentioned that a dog cried for hours near the field on Sunday. In, in Utah, nine other crop circles have surfaced over the years. The largest showed up in College Ward on July the 21st, 1998, the same day that similar circles appeared in Oregon, Idaho, and in Belgium, unquote. Unfortunately, the Shermans also reported repeated cattle mutilations. What had happened at the ranch? The London Daily Mirror newspaper in an April 2020 article explains that, that the Shermans' cattle were found in fields, drained of their blood with no pools of blood nearby, as many of a quarter of their herd died in that manner. 
I hate to press for more details on something that's so horrible, but I'm curious whether the strange paranormal events reported at the Skinwalker Ranch are also occurring in the general area of the ranch or elsewhere in the United States. Here's more from the auditor's interesting article. Quote, at one point, seven of the family's cows were either missing or dead. The cattle deaths were bizarre, to say the least. One dead cow had a hole cut in the center of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched. Another dead cow had the same incision, as well as a six-inch hole carved out of its rectum. A strange chemical smell was present both times. Other cows disappeared entirely, some with their hoof prints suddenly stopping in the paths they left behind. We've seen the UFOs enough that we know pretty much what the craft looked like. I think it's definitely associated with the capital mutilations, said Terry Sherman. When we see the, the crafts and the cattle, we have problems. You talk to a lot of people around here that at one time or another have seen something they can't explain, Terry Sherman added. There's been a lot of cattle mutilations and a lot of them weren't reported. Several ranchers told me that they had mutilation. They called the authorities and the authorities couldn't do anything. So it's just a waste of time and effort, unquote. So the mutilations apparently also occur in the general area. How long have the animals been mutilated in such a strange manner? According to Wikipedia, the earliest report was for sheep in 1606 in England. In 1967, in Alamosa, Colorado, a horse called Lady, misnamed Skippy, became a famous case as explained by Wikipedia. Quote, on September 9, 1967, Agnes King and her son Harry found the dead body of their three-year-old horse, Lady. Lady's head and neck had been skinned and defleshed, and the body displayed cuts that, no, that to King looked very precise. No blood was at the scene, according to Harry, and, and a strong medicinal Medicinal odor was in the air, unquote. What other incidents have occurred? Wikipedia provides an overview with a current being widespread across the United States. Quote, Democratic Senator Floyd K. Haskell contacted the FBI asking for help in 1975 due to public concern regarding the issue. He claimed that there had been 130 mutilations in Colorado alone and further reports across nine states. A 1979 FBI report indicated that according to investigations by the New Mexico State Police, there had been an estimated 8,000 mutilations in Colorado, causing approximately $1 million damage. In May 2001, 200 goats were mutilated in Pangang district of Gona Kidal Regency, Yogi Akatara, Indonesia. Many cases of mutilations have been reported worldwide since the 1967 Snippy incident, chiefly in the Americas and Australia. In South America, an estimated 3,500 incidents have occurred since 2002, when around 400 cases were reported. Mutilation investigators assert that a large number of cases are never reported to authorities, perhaps no more than one in ten. In the summer of 2019, five bulls were mutilated at the Sylvie's Valley Branch in Oregon. It is estimated that each 2,000-pound bull was worth $6,000 US. The FBI has made no comment on if there was an investigation or not on this particular event, but the Sylvie's Valley Ranch offered $25,000, a $25,000 reward for information on the topic, unquote. What are the characteristics of the animal mutilations? Wikipedia goes into detail. In most cases, mutilation wounds appear to be clean and carried out surgically. 
mutilated animals are sometimes though not always reported to have been drained of blood and show no sign of blood in the immediate area around their wounds. According to Howard Burgess, nearly 90% of mutilated cattle are between four and five years old. The absence of tracks or footprints around the site of the mutilated carcass is often considered a, mu a hallmark of cattle mutilation. However, some cases, however, in some cases, strange marks or imprints near the site have been found. In the famous Snippy case, there was an absolute absence of tracks in a 100-foot radius of the carcass. Even the horse's own tracks disappeared within 100 feet of the body. But within this radius, several small holes were found seemingly punched into, into, in the ground, and two bushes were absolutely flattened. In Rio Arriba County, New Mexico, in June 1976, a trail of suction cup-like impressions were found leading from a mutilated three-year-old cow. The indentations were in a tripod form, four inches in diameter, 28 inches apart, and disappeared 500 feet from a dead cow. Similar incidents were reported in the area in 1978, unquote. The Howard Burgess mentioned was at the time an investigator into cattle mutilations. Was there anything else unusual reported from the Skinwalker Ranch? Apparently, some people living on or visiting the ranch have experienced strange symptoms ranging from vertigo to nausea or even temporary paralysis. With that, it's time for the first question. As claimed, is the Skinwalker Ranch one of the most secretive hotspots of paranormal and UFO-related activities on Earth? That could be said, yes. Since the 1950s, has the Skinwalker Ranch and the area around been visited frequently by UFOs? Yes. In the past, has the area been studied through secret government funding? Yes, many times. I think we have to go into the break, Justina. Yes, we'll continue with the questions and psychic insight after the short break. And you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. How would your life change if you could develop the business and personal skills that you need in order to make more money? Do you want to learn how to achieve your big life goals faster? Then go to findhiddenmoney.com and get the Goal For It online course. The course teaches you how you can set and achieve your biggest goals while completely overcoming the roadblocks to your goals so that you can realize your dreams and imagine more success. Go to findhiddenmoney.com. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. 
Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. Audience, if you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. Or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, X-Zone Radio TV. For more information on the X-Zone Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.xzoneradiotv.com or www.xzonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, we are going through the questions and psychic insight about the Skinwalker Ranch. Dad, can you please continue with the questions? Why were the results of experiments previously conducted at the ranch not shared with the public? They wanted to keep the results under wraps since they were pretty surprising. Will the results of experiments previously conducted at the ranch eventually become public? Yes, they will be. In 2016, why was the ranch worth as much as $4.5 million? Basically because of how popular it is. So when something's well more known, it is considered to be more expensive. Before 1996, when owners Terry and Gwen Sherman went public about the paranormal events at the ranch, why hadn't previous owners reported similar occurrences? It wasn't as acceptable, so paranormal events and paranormal information in general have become more and more acceptable over the years, where many people used to keep it very secretive. As stated by different sources, did the strange occurrences start in 1911, or did they actually start 200 years ago? They even started before that, so it's been a very long time. We have asked questions about skinwalkers in another show, but briefly, is a skinwalker a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal? That's the known definition, yes. What would be the alternative definition? Basically something that is more of a shapeshifter, so some type of energy that can occur in different forms that can be human-like, animal-like, or even a different being. 
Is a skinwalker the most volatile and dangerous type of Navajo witch or wizard? Yes. For the Navajo people, is witchcraft just another part of their spirituality? A hundred percent, yes. Is the Navajo belief correct that there are places where the powers of both good and evil are present and that those powers can be harnessed for either? Yes. Do Navajo medicine men or shamans utilize positive powers to heal and aid members of their communities? Yes, they do. Can those who practice Navajo witchcraft seek to direct the negative forces to cause harm or misfortune to others? Yes, some of them do, yes. At the Skinwalker Ranch on the night of March 12, 1997, did biochemist Colm Kelleher see a large humanoid figure perched in a tree? Yes. Did the creature lie motionless in a tree with yellow and blinking eyes staring back into the light? Yes. Why did Keller her fire a shot at the creature before it disappeared? Basically as protection and also in shock. Did the creature have sharp claws, look heavy and resemble a predatory bird? Yes, it did. How did the creature disappear? Did it fly off? It shifted into another form. Was it a shapeshifter? Yes. Was it a skinwalker? Again, the definition is difficult since each different group of people have their own definition of exactly what the creature would or would not be. But going by the typical accepted definition, then yes, it would be a skinwalker. Has the creature any connection with the Navajo or any other Native American people? Not exactly a connection to them, but a connection to the land they once resided on, yes. Besides being a shapeshifter, what was the creature that biochemist Colm Kelleher shot at? It was something there to do harm and it was also a negative entity of sorts that was protecting the land and was willing to harm anyone in the process. Was the ranch terrorized by this creature or others who would stalk the area? Yes. Did a giant wolf come in off the plains and start to pull a car through the fence of its pen? Yes, it did. Did Terry Sherman shoot the wolf without the wolf appearing to be hurt? Yes, so the wolf was hurt, but was able to regenerate itself very quickly. So the shot did hit, it was harmed, but it was such a quick process that it looks like it wasn't harmed. Was the wolf another shapeshifter? Yes. Did the wolf drop the calf when Terry Sherman went back to get a larger gun? Yes. How was the wolf strong enough to withstand eight shots? Because it could regenerate itself very quickly. When chased, did the wolf run into a river, leaving footprints and then disappear from sight before reaching the other bank? Yes, that's correct. Besides being a shapeshifter, what was the wolf-like creature? Again, you can call it a skinwalker or again an entity that was protecting the land. So it goes back to where the land is located and the geography of the land. Is the ranch located on former Navajo territory? Yes, it is. So the ranch is not located on former Ute territory? No, it was Navajo. Had the Sherman family seen three specific types of UFOs numerous times during the course of 15 months? Yes. What was the small and boxy UFO? 
You could call it an observing UFO. So I was there to see what was going on. What was the UFO that was about, that was 40 feet long? Basically more of an energetic, so un- unoccupied and sent from a far, far away place. What was the enormous craft that was the size of several football fields? So this one was more of a carrier ship. So carrying, you could call it explorers. Were they exploring the Earth? Yes, and they were especially interested in that land. Why wouldn't such a large craft be reported by others or detected by military or civil aviation? It was only seen in that area, so it had the ability to travel as it pleases. What was the wave of red light shone from a UFO? Again, it was observation, basically collecting data. What was the circular orange orb resembling an aerial doorway that a UFO emerged from? You could call it its ability to travel, so it's part of the way it travels in and out of Earth. You say it in and out. Is travel interdimensional? Yes, traveling out of different dimensions, different universes, being able to travel where it pleases. What was the flying light that followed Gwen Sherman one night on her drive home? A tracker, so tracking her location. Why did Terry Sherman went out to the fields with the family dogs here male hear male voices speaking an unfamiliar language. Those are related to the UFOs. So those are voices that were there, but not really there. So you could say they were more energetically wise there. Why did the voices seem to come from about 25 feet above him with his dogs going crazy? Again, energy can travel anywhere it pleases. So it was more above him than right right in front of him. In 1998, on a nearby ranch on Land at Bottle Hollow, did a large light plunge into a reservoir, re-emerging to fly off into the night sky? Yes. 2002, did a blue-white ball enter the reservoir to emerge seconds later in a new form, a shimmering belt-shaped shaft of light? That one is then cracked. That sighting was more of a trick of the eye of the lighting, not an actual UFO. Changing subject to the crop circle seen on the ranch, why did three eight-foot crop circles in a triangular pattern 30 feet from each other appear on flattened grass? They are trying to send a message. Did the earth create the crop circles? No. Did UFOs create them? Otherworldly beings, yes. Why did circles three feet wide and two and a two and a foot or two deep with perfectly flattened dirt in the centers appear in a nearby pasture. Again, as communication and as a warning. Was it any particular warning to leave and get out of the ranch? Yes, and to basically protect the land. So again, the land is very valuable there. How often do crop circles appear when the Shermans were the owners? Not very often, since the communication is very limited. It needs prior approval. So again, interfering with humans is a whole other discussion about unidentified beings. But in brief terms, there are rules to be followed. What were the floating orbs reporters being seen by the Shermans? Were they associated associated with the creation of crop circles? Yes. Floating orbs have been seen associated with crop circles being created in England. Is it the same type of phenomena? Yes, it is. In 2004, at another location in Utah, at Spanish Fork, why did a mysterious crop circle appear on a Sunday morning? 
Again, it was sending a message. Why was the crop circle relatively simple? It was trying to communicate, giving the humans a chance to figure out the information. It seems that humans have not figured out the information. Is there anything you can say about that? That again, technology only goes so far. So it's up to humans to try to be more understanding and open about these messages and to look at them from a different perspective. So to understand it from a universal language that all the universes would speak. As reported, why did a dog cry for hours near the field that on that Sunday? It was scared. Up until the crop circle at Spanish Fork, had there been nine other crop circles seen in Utah previously? Actually, a few more than that, but yes. When the largest crop circle appeared at College Ward on July the 21st, 1998, why did similar circles appear in Oregon, Idaho, and in Belgium? They were really trying to send a message and alert different people. Changing subject to cattle mutilations, when the Shermans owned the ranch, why were the cattle why were cattle found in fields drained of their blood and were no pools of blood nearby? That was related to the skinwalkers, so basically they were using the blood to feed. But we'll have to continue after this short break, and you're listening to Too Good to Be True with Justina Marsh and Pete Marsh on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xcbn.net. to me over and over again simultv.com simultv.com what's simultv.com that's what i asked them they had it written on the side of their ufo how do you spell that ufo no i mean simultv.com 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 right simultv.com interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com ufo last night oh yeah yeah now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about Simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about Simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. In the mid-1990s, I was approached by a young woman who believed she'd been abducted by alien creatures. In conversations, I began a journey that took me not into the world of interstellar travel, but back through time into past lives. Under hypnotic regression administered by a professional rather than describing abduction, Jenny, as she is called, begins to tell a tale of horror in 19th century London. Her unbelievable past life seems to connect with Jack the Ripper and other monsters of the past. Throughout the session, Jenny provides a rich detail of her past lives that links some of the most horrific killers in history to one another. 
using the resources of a university library in the pre-internet day, I was able to verify some of Jenny's claims. She has knowledge that wasn't readily available to a suburban housewife. Does this prove the reality of her tales? Conversations attempts to answer that and other provocative questions. Conversations is available at amazon.com. Mission Evolution is dedicated to the well-being of the planet and animals as well as the evolution of humankind. One major factor threatening all three is increasing toxicity. Heavy metals and other environmental toxins are poisoning our bodies, deteriorating our brains, blocking our spiritual connection and shortening our lives. Yet these poisons are extremely difficult to remove. I'm Gwilda Wiecka and I recently became aware of a product created from the marriage of nature and nanotechnology called Vitality. It's formulated from zoolite whose crystalline structure binds toxins, gently carrying them out of the body. The light is only as clear as the window through which it shines. Clear your body, shine your light into the world. Visit vitalityhappens.com for a 20% discount. Enter code PATHHOME. Welcome back to Too Good to Be True. And before the break, we're going through the psychic insight and questions about the Skinwalker Ranch. Dad, can you please continue with the questions? Yes, we were talking about cattle mutilations, unfortunately. But how many cattle were killed in this way? Hundreds. Why did one dead cow have a hole cut in the center of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched? Their feeding techniques were unique, so basically they do what they want. What was the strange chemical smell that was present both times or being reported for animal, animal mutilations elsewhere? Saliva from the skinwalkers. Why did some of the cows disappear entirely, some with their hoofprints suddenly stopping in the paths they had left behind? Again, the feeding, so they decided to take some of the entire cows rather than just their blood. Why are cattle the prime targets? They're a healthy source of, you could say, different elements or different vitamins, whatever you want to call them. So they have some of the energetic wise and connection to the earth that the skinwalkers need. Have similar cattle mutilations occurred at other nearby ranches? Yes. How many cattle mutilations have occurred in the vicinity of the skinwalker ranch? Again, hundreds. Had animal mutilations occurred before in England in 1606? And sheep were the victims? Yes. Was it skinwalkers who mutilated the sheep? Yes, and again, to be clear, skinwalkers and shapeshifters are used in an interchangeable way. Their definitions are different, but in this sense, they are the same. So it's a specific type of shapeshifter that is a skinwalker. In 1967, why was the three-year-old horse Lady or Skippy mutilated along with no evidence of blood? with a strong medicinal odor in, in the air. Again, a feeding ritual was performed. Why have mutilations apparently become more common in recent years, especially in the United States? Basically, the change in energetic fields, you could call it. So they are needing to feed more. Why have animals in Australia been targeted? It's not limited to one geographical region. So depending on where the location is and the energy, you could even call it the veil in that place. It makes the feeding different. 
and these skinwalkers, if you want to call them that different, so they're able to travel as well. In May 2001, why were 200, 200 goats mutilated in Yogi Akata, Indonesia? Again, you can call it the shapeshifter beings. According to expert Howard Burgess, why are nearly 90 percent of new mutilated cattle between four and five years old? That just happened to be a coincidence. So the cattle were just kept at that age. In the absence of tracks or footprints around the side of the mutilated carcass, a typical observation. A hundred percent, yes. What other strange marks or imprints near mutilation sites that have been found in some cases, such as small holes punched into the ground or a trail of suction cup-like impressions? Basically, again, part of the whole ritual. So it's pretty complicated, but sometimes markings are left. Why is there no official explanation for animal mutilations? Because science does not prove the existence of these creatures. Therefore, there's no real explanation, you could say. Again, science and theories are always expanding, where sometimes there's not an explanation that can be 100% proven. Why have some people living on or visiting the Skinwalker Ranch experienced strange symptoms from vertigo to nausea or even temporary paralysis? Energetically wise, the ranch is very high energy. Therefore, the human body is not handling, handling it in the best way. We have talked a lot about skinwalkers and shapeshifters, but what actually are they? The complicated part is that in different cultures, they are basically acknowledged as skinwalkers. However, they can be a lot more than that. So they are not just located in Native American land, but also all over. So the more vague definition is a shapeshifter, as you want to call it, or skinwalker, as the definition from today, is more of a being that needs to feed and needs this energy. And basically, energetically wise, it thrives in geographical locations that have some type of higher energy that's formed. So this higher energy could be formed naturally by the earth, or also naturally by different rituals by the people, by the animals, etc., so shapeshifters overall, just their basic definition is something that can never can change shape. So from animal to human to different beings that it, then skinwalkers specifically have this more ritualistic nature and more related to witchcraft, meaning that they have a very strong set of rules that they are following. The Skinwalker Ranch is just one place. Is the entire area affected in a similar manner? Yes, but the difficult part is when there are humans and animals involved. So since all the land is not completely occupied, it's more focused where there's this human-animal interaction. So it's just unfortunate that the ranch is built directly on the land. How specifically did the Skinwalker Ranch get its name? Basically, you can think of it as changing skins. So in a lot of ancient societies, they wore different skins of animals, meaning they could shift from one animal to the next to the next. So basically, relating back to that, where they're almost shedding their old skin and putting on a new skin. But why in that particular location? Just because how common the shifting is. So compared to other sites, there's not really a location where it's really been studied like that location. Will the ongoing scientific study using various tools result in skinwalkers or shapeshifters becoming more careful, careful in revealing their secrets? The skinwalkers are smart, yes, but scientific tools will do nothing with them. So again, it's tapping into the spiritual energy part where scientists don't have all the answers. So that's the interesting part 
about science is that science cannot prove everything and there's still a lot unknown. So just because something cannot be fully proven by science doesn't make it not real. So UFOs are attracted to the energy at the ranch? Yes, they're studying that and even the shapeshifters. Why should people believe that the strange reports are true, especially those made by the Sherman family? The answer to this is simple. Belief is for every single person to form on their own. So the best thing you can do as a non-believer is, again, just not attack them, not go after the family or anyone with any type of sightings or reportings that you may not believe in. But basically, just keep to yourself, have your own beliefs, and they should be respectful of your beliefs, and you should be respectful to theirs. That was the last answer. With a greater understanding of the Skinwalker Ranch, which would reveal many secrets from around the world, be too good to be true. That depends on what you are prepared to believe. Well, I think that was quite a shocking episode. I think, first of all, we have to thank the listener again for the suggestion. Um, I always had the Skinwalker Ranch in the back of my mind, but I had no idea so much was going on there. Yes, I mean, again, thank you to the listener for suggesting this. Uh, before we were doing the research for the show, I had no idea anything about the Skinwalker Ranch. So all this information was completely new to me. Yeah, I should add that I had no idea the History Channel were doing a series. I was completely oblivious to that. Um, so we didn't time this to have anything to do with that uh, that broadcast or series of broadcasts. It's just how it turned out. And I think it's very interesting that... Um, Two rather wealthy individuals have invested in the land and are trying to study study it using scientific means. And also, apparently, there have been government studies in the past, government-funded studies in the past, but as we'd heard, uh, the results have not been made public. Well, I think that there's, especially in this situation, there's still a lot unknown where they can scientifically see the evidence, for example, with the animal mutilations, but there's still this unknown of what could actually cause that. But obviously, as kind of the psychic insight side is that with science, it's ever expanding. That's one thing about science. Theories are always formed. And we've talked about that in previous shows, too, where science isn't saying that we know everything, but it's providing a means so that we can learn new things. I had the idea in the past of having a show on cattle mutilations. I didn't know or animal mutilations in general. I didn't realize that it was such it was so pervasive at the Skinwalker Ranch, and I think we covered the subject today very well, or very thoroughly. I don't think well is perhaps the right word, but um, it seems that uh, animal mutilations are on the increase, are very disturbing, seem to be extremely cruel to the animals, and if we are to believe that they are uh, caused by entities that we have no knowledge or uh, understanding of that seem to be truly evil that is pretty scary well i think that that goes into the point that anything that's unknown is pretty scary and that's why so many people seem to be so interested in the skinwalker ranch is because there's so many unknowns there's the cattle mutilations there's the weird experiences people are having there's the ufos there's the crop circles and it kind of combines a ton of different paranormal experiences into one and as we kind of stated, there's not really any other places that they're seeing all these different paranormal activity at the same time. Yes, in such a concentrated manner. I guess my thought in 
in drafting this up uh, was that uh, maybe the Navajo people had a connection with it. But it seems to me it's the energy of the land that's important. And it just happened to be Navajo land. But the Navajo have beliefs that perhaps explain what, in part what is going on. Well, as always, I'll go ahead and mention our Facebook page at Too Good To Be True with the first two spelled T-W-O or our Instagram page at T-W-O-G-T-B-T. As we mentioned, this is a listener suggestion and we love when we get listener suggestions since it's topics that dad, you might not know about and I might not know about. But as always, thank you so much to the listeners and we look forward to next week's show.